Cross my palm with silver and I will tell you your future. Oh, if only it were that simple for both ourselves and our businesses. In today's tempestuous landscape, it's difficult to know what we might be doing next week, let alone plan for the next fiscal year. But don't panic. Here with her business predictions is our very own mystic Meg Heidi and Merlin, a.k.a. Brent, with his amazing, unfeasibly large and very enlightening crystal ball. Hi, Heidi and hi, Brent. Hello, hello. How are you both doing? Oh, pretty good. Another week in paradise. (laughs) Another week. Now, I guess that we all have a pretty good idea what we might be doing next week and perhaps next month. But the idea of putting a business plan together, say, for the next six months or the next year, how on earth can we do that in the current economic environment? I think you're being generous. So people are only thinking six months to a year. We've had requests for three to five year strategic plans. Yes, that, that was kind of the definition of insanity, talking to a client who said, we'd like a detailed five year plan. I mean, do you know where you'll be in five years? I have no idea how big we'll be or how small we'll be, but we will be. If anything, the diligent adherence to the idea that this is what you are supposed to do is kind of a hilarious reflection of human psychology. We want to go back to, air quote, normal, whatever on God's green earth normal is. Whether it makes any sense right now or not, let's make a five-year plan. Well, how functional normal was, we go back to 2019, and every five-year plan had to be rewritten after 18 months. So why are you still insisting on reaching for the sky? Now, you should have a goal, a vision for where you want to be. But to do a detailed plan makes no sense at this moment. So this client that asked you to sort of come up with this detailed strategic plan for for five years out, I mean, what was your reply? Well, we... (laughs) It didn't work out well, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Ah. It is kind of funny because we probably did inadvertently communicate to them just how insane their idea was. Because we said to them, we've done this. And if you do this this, this, and this are your commitments. You need to order the tasks and assign the tasks to people and achieve progress. And I think by the point we started talking about achieve progress, the client knew it was not what they were actually looking for. Yeah, we assume what they were actually looking for is something to hang on the wall that says we have a three to five year strategic plan, where we're going, what we're doing. When we do strategic planning, we drill down the tasks to hopefully individuals, but at least sections or divisions of the company and put accountability somewhere for those tasks. So it's not just something on the wall. It's something you have tasks and accountability to achieving. Is there anything else that's affecting any strategic plan that we might be considering? There are two real factors that we see when looking at the global market. And one is that on some level, a new economy is really emerging. So this is a time of emergence, to use the big word. That means both loss and opportunity. If you're not looking at that, you're really missing the point of where we're at. 
if you're ignoring the new and saying we have to go back to the old, you're not on the right boat to begin with. The second piece that we see is there's this strange combination of continuity and flux. So these two are driving right now in opposition to each other, but directly at each other. If you look at the high demand, but people also not having any money, that's sort of the continuity and flux at the same time. There are things absolutely in opposition to each other that are driving the markets overall at the moment. Yeah, And it's interesting when you think about what comes out of disruption. Out of disruption comes chaos. Out of chaos comes resurgence. So it is a cycle of when something happens, you know that there is after effects of everything. Right. When there's an earthquake, there's an after effect of an earthquake. When a hurricane happens, it's disaster. Out of that comes rebirth. Same thing with forest fires. The same thing happens with our businesses and our economy, but we don't look at it the same way for some reason. We always want to create some level of stability and some oh, this isn't so bad, we'll just go back to what we used to do. What makes us nervous, not only is businesses, but we've been in this state of flux for so long now. And here we are, 2022, you know, all these different elements that we've just spoken about happening, possibly going into some sort of recession. I think it's very difficult for us all to work out where we're going, let alone a business. Yeah, we our suggestion, and we met up last week with a couple people in the arts and had some really interesting conversations about this because the arts are resurgent here in New York, but in a very different way, under very different constraints that they're having difficulty reading. That said, the way we're looking at things, if you need to plan at the moment, and everyone does need to plan, is in some way similar to how we recommended people manage work in the pandemic. Don't try and control things, but rather sit back and expansively explore what opportunities are open to you. So we've been looking at strategic planning as kind of a two-target piece. Number one, what do I need to cover to keep my costs, my staff, my employees, my business in survival mode. And after you've secured that, casting the widest net outward for new opportunities, new forums, new mediums, new products, whatever it is that's new, because that's part of this emergence. And not every company has that sort of structure to allow it to adapt, to allow it to quickly react Actually, Um, very few of them do, Yeah, uh, which is interesting. Even fast fashion and those ones that say they can react to the market, they can react to the market, but there's still things that obstacles that get in their way, like supply chain. China not producing products right now. The port of Long Beach has been rather slow lately, and they're afraid when China opens up that they're going to get inundated with ships and they're going to have that backup that they had right. in the early spring. Yeah, for those people unaware, on the west coast of the United States, the largest port for freight, everything that comes from Asia. Right. That's an interesting bottleneck. Yeah. 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 And it, it was a very big bottleneck uh, early spring this year, and then China shut down, and it's not letting them be 
creative and strategically look at what they're doing because they're like, okay, it's back to normal. No, it's not back to normal. Absolutely. So that could be a whole nother podcast. It was interesting. We heard a financial planner on the TV telling people that this is the greatest time in the economy since interest rates are going up. You should pay your credit cards down and you should start saving money. And I'm thinking to myself, we're dipping into a recession and inflation is taking control of most people's lives. Gas prices are extra high. Where do you think this money's coming from? How are you to (laughs) do this? Is this the best thing to be telling people? Yes. Cut your credit card debt. Absolutely, because the interest rates are going to go up. Yeah. But where is this magical money coming from that this financial advisor decided that this was good advice? It is good advice. Yeah. But the timing might be a little off. Yeah. I heard the government's going to drop income tax and uh, we're going to have a little bit more money in our pocket. I am, of course, joking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah. saying, property tax is not going to go down either. Absolutely. Your tool set now, Orgology, then, is trying to teach companies how to become more adaptive then. Is that the yes. is that really all you can do at this stage? Which yeah. is of course a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that it is a time of opportunity and the flux and the change. People are exhausted from the change. Everyone you meet is exhausted from not being able to depend on things. And it may sound a little bit lemons to lemonade, but you have to look for the opportunities in what's the here and now. Right. So secure your baseline survival. That's what we've all been doing for the last two to three years to keep the lights on in your business, whatever that looks like. Right. And then you've just got to expand and reach out for whatever's available. Strangely, the arts community here in New York is being impacted by people only want to go to shows on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday night because those are the only days they're in the office. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And when it used to be Friday, Saturday night was the high yeah. attendance. Friday, Saturday night are now tourist nights. And I name this because that's fundamentally changing how they do their programming, their marketing, and who they expect to have in the audience. And and that affects restaurants, bars, everyone who's tapping into that clientele on those nights. Yeah, And that's why, really, there's a lot of strange change that's still pulling itself through. If you can secure your bottom line of survival, figuring out what those new trends mean is going to be the key to being strong in the coming years. And that's the strategic plan that you're really looking for. How do I come out of this strong in 2025? Right. And I really do believe not to take this much longer, we'll probably do another episode about it. But the most agile business sector are sports teams. Okay. Because they can adapt to, okay, we're out of the game now. Let's move on. Let's prepare for the next season. Right. Let's recruit. Let's get people. They are more agile than almost every industry because they know it's a fluid environment. How far are you going to go in the playoffs? Oh, well, we didn't even make the playoffs. Okay, we got an extra month off. Right, right. See what you're saying. So they're always planning for the ultimate, which would be making it through to the championships. But yeah, mm-hmm. they can adapt. <laughs> if that doesn't happen, we do other things. Yeah. Yep. Well, I know exactly what we're doing next week. You do. <laughs> the next podcast. And ah, what do we ha- what do good. we have to look forward to? Old dog new tricks. Ooh, are you talking about me? Maybe. Did I hear a wolf in the background? <laughs> Maybe. Are you going to tell us any more, Heidi? Nope. 
that will remain for next time. Well, thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you next week. See you next week. Have a good week. Bye.